dad in the garage. The sawdust, that pine saw in the moss. Around every spring, when the winter thaw, we'd huddle around the radio, twist the broken eye. 7, 10 a.m., no KJR. Dave Lee House, his voice would echo throughout the yard. Couldn't have been older than 10, but to me and my friends, the voice on the other end might as well have been God's. 1995. All right, and we're back. This is Dump on the Ump, season three. Baseball has started, finally. Um, my name is Joel. With me are Jesse and Sam. And uh, bringing us in today was Macklemore. And I was just like, I've, I've been listening to a lot of Macklemore lately. I gotta be honest. And I had no idea he had a baseball song. And I just thought it was hilarious and awesome. So I had to share it. And the video is just him geeking out about the Seattle Mariners. Yeah, so it's, it, it's pretty much the only song I know of about the Seattle Mariners, which is my team. But the unfortunate thing is that it's the only song about the Mariners, so it like it sort of sticks, you know? And I don't like Macklemore. <laughs> Because, not not as a person, I just don't like his music, maybe as a person. But I went to school with him, because I grew up in Seattle. We went to the same uh, middle school, elementary school, and high school. <laughs> really? Yeah, he was a year older than me. Oh, uh, really? Huh. Yeah, his name is, his real name is Ben Haggerty. <laughs> and his, his, his name is Ben Haggerty. His little brother, I think, was like a year older than my sister in school. But, I mean, I never, like, knew him personally, but he was just like, you know, there's that pot-selling doofus who keeps getting kicked out of school, you know? And now he's a famous rapper. Yeah, he's on the way out. <laughs> huh. For some reason in my head, I thought he was, like, a lot younger than we were. No, he's, like, 30-something. Huh. Um, no, I, I'm just talking shit, like... I assume he listens to our podcast. But, I, uh, I assume he listens to our podcast, too. <laughs> and he's like, Jesse, Jesse, that like, asshole. Yeah, I, just, I just can't picture him. I don't know. Like, I don't know that guy. <laughs> yeah. Well, guess yeah. what, Ben Haggerty? I have the tops. I have the tops <laughs> middle school yearbook to prove it. <laughs> <laughs> we, That's uh, right. We were, yeah, we were adjacent. We listeners last week, and Macklemore was one of them. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I assume all of our listeners are celebrities, right? Right. Yeah. Macklemore, yeah. Jose Bautista. Macklemore. Jose Bautista uh, is regular. And... Bismarcky. Biz yeah. yeah. They all are. It's all Bismarcky, him, um, I think Bill de Blasio listens to the podcast Oh, yeah, days. Bill de Blasio definitely listens to our podcast. Um, Wait, is he a Yankees or a Mets fan? Does He's a Red Sox fan. He's a Red Sox fan. Bill de Blasio is a Red Sox yeah. fan. Yes. <laughs> That's awesome. So is Bloomberg. Yeah. Well, so, it's like, really, they're trying to throw as much salt in Giuliani's eyes as possible. <laughs> the past two New York mayors have been from Boston. Yeah. True huh. story. That's weird. Well, good. Good. Stick it to the Yankees. All New York-based sports teams, stick it to them. I, I concur with that. So, um, happy uh, opening week. Yeah. Have you guys been watching any yeah, baseball? absolutely. Uh, I watched opening night for the Mariners, and they got whooped. Not whooped, but Felix Hernandez pitched against the Astros, and this is on Monday night. And he did his classic thing where he gave up a home run on like the first pitch of the game, hmm. more, more or less, and then held steady, and then... The Mariners didn't score any runs, and they lost the game. So they lost, you know, three to nothing or something like that. And then they lost last night two to one, which I didn't watch. I wasn't able to watch that game. Hmm. Some offensive uh, challenges. Offense. Yeah. Well, we'll see. I on the, I mean, Houston is going to be good. I think. Yeah. Sure. Why not? I mean, they have yeah. you know they have Carlos Beltran now. Did yeah. You know that? And yeah, he's Altuve. Old stuff, though. It, he is. He's he's started playing in 1998. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. That's yeah, like, that is crazy. Tim Duncan yeah. old. Yeah, I mean they have a, they have a lot of good young players. I mean, yeah, they'll be tough to, to to beat. But I'd rather the Mariners start out bad and get 
better than start out good and get worse. You know what I mean? Yes, I do. The Astros, yeah, the Astros are like one of those teams where if everything goes, you know, as they would like it to go, they're going to be amazing. But, like, it's a lot of, like, young players playing up to their potential and not getting hurt and whatnot. Do they have pitching? Well, they have, yeah. Do you? Yeah. Who who is Uh, in there? Dallas Keuchel. Keuchel uh, and oh, yeah. then Lance McCullers, uh-huh. both both like young-ish guys. Yeah, I mean, you know, who else do they have? They have, uh, I don't know, they have Josh Reddick on the team now. Uh, yeah, Josh Reddick. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they have Brian McCann, from, uh, former Yankees catcher, is now their catcher. How old is he? Uh, he's probably late twenties. I want to say. Okay. Say early thirties. That's my guess. Yeah, maybe maybe Sam's right. Yeah, I don't know. But not that. Because he's but... he's old enough to have signed, you know, went through uh, arbitration. Is that what it's called? Uh huh. And go into free agency and get signed to a big contract by the Yankees, and uh-huh. then like flame out with the Yankees and right. get traded with the Yankees, like eating all of this contract. Right. And classic Yankees move. Classic, yeah, that is a classic Yankees move. Yankees flame out. Yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> Sam, did you watch any baseball? Yeah, I watched. Uh, I've watched a lot of baseball. I've actually been doing almost nothing but watching baseball since the season started. <laughs> Uh, I have some thoughts. The Red Sox won their first game. They're playing their second game right now, but they won their first game 5-3, and uh, they scored five runs in the bottom of the fifth inning with two outs, and it was pretty amazing um, because there were two outs. Jackie Bradley Jr. hit a triple, and then I think they had three infield singles in the inning. So, and one of which was Sandy Leone dropped a bunt down the third baseline into the, away from the shift, because uh-huh. he's a lefty, uh-huh. and they were shifting on him, and he did one of those, like, just drop a bunt down the third baseline, there's nobody there to field it, it's an easy single. Uh-huh. Uh, and there's this guy, who I think I've talked about on the podcast before, a commentator for the Red Sox called Jerry Remy, he's this real mm-hmm. old Boston dude, uh-huh. um, and... He's like, he's been a broadcaster for 30 years. He was a ball player before that and, like, clearly hates the shift. Like, <laughs> you know? Well, like they're, playing, old, they're playing Pittsburgh, dude. who shifts, like, more than anyone, right? Right. Yeah. Uh, and so he, like, Sandy Leo drops his bun down. He loses his shit because he's <laughs> like, he didn't say it outright. But it's obvious that he is just disgusted with the new way that the game is being played, with like he's shifting all the time in various counts, blah blah blah. And he talked about it the entire game from the <laughs> Today was their second game, and I turned on the TV to watch it, and he was talking about it again. <laughs> the entire pregame talking about this bunt that this guy laid down. Which, you know, was fine, but, like, pretty, you know, someone hit a three-run home run in that inning. There were a couple, like, good RBI hits, you know. And he just couldn't stop talking about this bunt. So that's pretty funny. Huh. Um, okay, so you mentioned this guy before, but I forgot his name. Who is the Red Sox rookie? Andrew Benintendi. Benintendi. That guy yeah. looks good. Yeah, he hit a home run. He's yeah. going to hit the home run in that inning. He, oh, that he's was the, the number one. He's the number one prospect ranked by whoever ranks Major League Baseball prospects. Yeah. He's going to be, or is good and is going to be very good, I feel like. I, I think you should be excited about him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He, was in, he was in college like a year ago. And he's already in the majors for the Red Sox. Yeah. Starting left fielder. Well, he never he never played in AAA. Just went straight in. That's amazing. 
Um, so, um, the White Sox, they've only lost one game so far. Because they've they've only played How many one, games have, yeah, they've only played one game. Uh, they they've been rained out twice. They were rained out on Monday against the Tigers. They lost to the Tigers yesterday, and currently they are rained out against the Tigers again. Is this in Chicago? Yes, in Chicago. Is it, um, it raining? Is it raining a lot? <laughs> yeah, it's been raining all day here in Champaign. It's not raining right now, but uh, it might snow tonight. So, really? Yeah. So that's exciting. Um, or not exciting, very depressing, I guess. Right. It's April already. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's um, a fine line. Fine a, line between exciting and depressing. <laughs> exactly. And I, I even I even didn't go to work on Monday. Um, and I didn't get to watch the White Sox. I was really depressed about that. Uh, Why did because because of depression? No, I was just sick. I had a cold. Uh, I pro- you know, in all honesty, I probably could have gone to work, but <laughs> I, I had a cold and it was okay. It was the day. first day of baseball season. It was the first day of baseball season. I just didn't want to go to work. Uh, and and so karma <laughs> bit me in the ass. The White Sox game was rained out. <laughs> That's like a O. Henry story right there. Yeah. Is it suspicious at your school? Like, are you enough of an outspoken baseball fan that if you call in sick on opening day, they, like, pick up on that? I was wondering. Nobody mentioned it. So probably yeah. not. Especially since, so, you, since you have my hat now, nobody knows what team I root for. Right. Sam, remember how, like, for a few years running, I kept taking off Super Bowl Sunday? I kept calling in yeah. sick at my other job. Old job. <laughs> three years in a row where Jesse <laughs> called it sick on Super Bowl Sunday. In a row. Three years. But I just, like, I varied it up. I don't even, I don't think I put it together that I kept doing that. But you, you seem to remember it. It's <laughs> hilarious. Did your bosses find out about that? I don't, I don't think they're together enough to put, like, remember one year to the next. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's good. Yeah, no. I, I, was, I was relying on that fact at the time. Jesse, one of your bosses has one of those, like, boards in his office with all the strings and pins attached and is connecting <laughs> the dots. Jesse well, Gay. Both, both of my bosses, I mean, they're, they're both female, first of all. I mean, this is an old job years ago. But they were, their office was just stacked, like pot, like stacks and stacks of papers. Like they definitely were not on top of keeping track of very, very much at all. Like this just ran well, but like it, uh, there's a lot of arguments. I was just, I'm moving along. There was a lot of arguments for that hours. <laughs> Okay. We can, uh, I could do a whole podcast about that job if you really want to know. We'll do that sometime. Right after we do my uh, Joel Just Reads Wikipedia for an hour podcast. That would be fun. Yeah. I feel like we have a solid like stack of spin-off podcasts that yeah. we could do. <laughs> yeah. we should, we should, well, I like the idea of doing like an, uh, what my sister-in-law calls uh, an ass-fire podcast. Uh-huh. Which ass fire is just when you talk out of your ass about something that you kind of know a little bit about, but you talk like a an authority on it. So we just do random Wikipedia articles and then hey Jesse, say, Jesse, what? I think what? Ev- every podcast we do is an ass fire podcast. Yes. Oh yes. Yes. You're 100 right. Most of my life is an ass well, fire. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. So so the White Sox are rained out. So um. Guess what I'm watching on TV right now? Uh, let me guess. How about the magnificent sport of badminton? Close. No, 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 no. The magnificent sport of water polo. No, no, no. No, no. I wish. The magnificent sport of uh, log spinning. Think, oh, Canada. Perfect. I, it's in Canada. Professional female arm wrestling. Huh. I'd pay to watch that. No, although I do watch... That's good. It's a pay-per-view sport. (laughs) My friend friend organizes uh, uh, an all-female arm wrestling competition in in Massachusetts, and they dress, they wear 
they have like costumes. It's pretty great. That's yeah. weird. I mean, it's it's awesome. Yeah. No, I'm watching curling. I'm watching the World Curling Finals from Edmonton, Canada. Huh. And it looks like Switzerland is kicking the United States ass. Do they? How do they score it? Is it like ten it's like, curls? It's like bocce ball. Right? You're trying to. You've got the bullseye. At, right. Oh no! It's one-one. U.S. has made a little bit of a comeback. Third, third inning, but I don't think they're called innings. Um, <laughs> it's like you've Outing? got you've got the bullseye at the end of the long ice. Looks like a bowling alley. And you're trying to get your stones in the bullseye while at the same time knocking the other guy's stones out. So, you know, in bocce... It's cold, it's cold weather bocce. Yeah, it's cold weather bocce with broomsticks. Cold bocce. Yeah. With, brooms, with added broomstick. Not yeah. with more broomstick. It's like, it's like a mixture between bocce and Quidditch. No, but... <laughs> no. <laughs> have you watched any actual Quidditch... Uh, footage. I'm pretty sure that that's not a real thing. It is a real thing, and I, I actually mean, think I've uh, seen a couple of the Harry Potter movies. No, so, uh, yes. watch some YouTube videos of Quidditch. It's a college sport, and I think actually, uh, University of Vermont had been the national powerhouse of Quidditch until recently. <laughs> until recently. And the reason being that um, it's become a popular off-season sport for, like, football and rugby players. And so now I think actually Baylor in Texas is the dominant uh, Quidditch team now. How do they ride their broom? Yeah, how do they get... You run run around with a broomstick and you always have to keep one hand on your broomstick. That like that's the purpose of the broomsticks is that uh-huh. you have to play basically one handed, but you can but they, alternate what hand you have. But they are dressed like wizards, right? No, they're dressed like rugby players. Oh, that's the lamest shit in the world. You should watch it. They get it, it's intense. It's like dodgeball plus rugby plus volleyball, mm. and with like a lot of contact because. Shoot! Now I'm now all the Harry Potter fans are gonna get mad at me because I know we have extensive Harry Potter listeners. But yeah, Jose Bautista is a huge. Potter fan. <laughs> I'm sure he is. But the guys whose job it is to like defend the goals can get very physical. So there's a lot of like grappling and tackling going on. But it's fun. Isn't it called the Golden Snitch? Yes, and the Golden Snitch is played by a human being. So are they? they oh, that was in that movie with Vin, with uh, uh, Vince Vaughn, right? Is that, that, is that a guy? That's yeah, Vince Vaughn's a guy. Yeah. Uh, where he works for Google, him and Blondie. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Owen Wilson. Wilson. Yeah. Um, it's not. Is it called Interns? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The interns. Mm-hmm. And they play Quidditch. I thought mm-hmm. that they just made that up specifically for that movie. No, it's a real thing. Huh. And the, the, the person who plays the snitch uh, has to be neutral. They're like another official. Except that huh. their job is to not, to try, to not, it, that's playing like uh, flag football. And their job is to try to not get caught by anyone. But isn't that seems so much harder because the snitch was very small and could be like zipping around out of there must be some sort of like handicap against everyone else to like making it harder to get the snitch. I don't know. Yeah. Well. Anyway, were, weren't we also working on a, a theory last week that everything is just hockey? And yeah, and actually, form? I feel like two sports we just talked about: ice curling and. Quidditch are, are pretty non-hockey-ish. What? Ice curling is just bowling on curling ice. Is like, right, bowling yeah, on no. ice is not hockey. It's bowling on curling, ice. Curling oh. is hockey for people who are afraid of physical contact. <laughs> yeah, it's not even bowling it's, on ice. It's bocce ball on ice. Right. Yeah. Okay. It's alpine bocce. 
Yeah. Yes. It's, it's hockey for people who only want to touch smooth things. <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't even touch anything. Yeah. Smooth yeah, exactly. It's like, yeah. oh, i got to sweep this ice right now. <laughs> yeah, are they all... This ice are all... Does everyone who is a curler, do they all, like, shave their bodies? But they're all, like, yeah. completely smooth? Well, right. Sam, for... what were you telling me about the U.S. men's Olympic team from a few years ago? Oh, yeah. There was one U.S. men's curling Olympic team, and they were just all employees of this one bar in Minnesota. And so they'd, like, or, like, and, or regulars also were, like, on the team. And so they just, like, get shit-faced all night and then go out on the lake in the middle of the night and play curling. Hmm. That makes sense. And then they were, like, the U.S. was like, oh, we forgot to trade a curling team again. <laughs> and these guys showed up and were like, hey, we know how to play this game. How was that, how was that they, not like know, a Disney got movie? got eliminated in the first round. Like That's like the, such a Mighty Ducks movie. Yeah, right the there. worst version of Cool Runnings ever. Uh, uh. <laughs> no, but you have to win to like get one of those movies. Right. I think that they had all of the backstory and none of the follow-through, you know what I mean? Do you remember Mighty Ducks 2 where the bad guys were Iceland? Yeah, I do. And they were like giants for some reason. They were all like seven feet tall, even though it was supposed to be a youth hockey league. Well, I think they were going on the assumption that all, you know, Icelanders, Scandinavians are yeah. enormous people, you know? Well... Fuck that. Yeah. Well, look, here's the question I, I just came to mind. Are curling, are the, 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 the objects they use for curling, are those called curling irons? Stones. <laughs> stones. Curling stones. I think they're called curling irons. No, yeah. that's a, it's a bad pun. Oh, the funny thing is, I, just, I was just in my head thinking that, and then I was like, oh, right, that has a, a double meaning. <laughs> Double entendre. Double entendre, yeah. I was like skipping <laughs> saying that because I'm not a dick. I'll go there. Oh, LeBron James is really good at basketball. He's alright. He's really good at basketball. Um, so, speaking of basketball, the NCAA championship just happened. Yes, good job. And uh, I did not watch this year. I feel really proud of myself because I did not watch a single minute, minute of the NCAA championship this year. Not a single dribble. Neither did I. I watched quite a bit. Actually, um, I, was in a, I was in a bar and it was on in the background. Does that count? Eh, I don't know. So, um, in, so Oregon uh, made the Final Four, right? They made the national semifinals. Wow. And I watched their semifinal game against North Carolina. And they lost by one point. And at the end of the game, North Carolina was up by one point with like 10 seconds left. And North Carolina was at the free throw line. And the dude missed both free throws. Then North Carolina got the rebound. Oregon fouled a different guy. That guy went back to the free throw line, took two more free throws, missed both of them. Again. So he missed four free throws. Four free throws. 0 for 4 from the free throw line. This is an, or this is an Oregonian. No, a North Carolina guy. Oh. North Carolinian? North Carolinian? Yes. A Carolina. tar here. Yeah. And so... He misses four or two different guys miss four consecutive free throws, but then North Carolina again gets the offensive rebound. So they uh, get two consecutive offensive rebounds and win the game by one point. Wow! After the game, whose phone is like that? Can anybody can anybody work? silence that phone? That's that's Sammy. Sam. I'm text messages. I don't know what to do. Oh, okay. Uh, that's Sam's phone. It keeps buzzing. Um, tell them yeah, to... just turn, turn the ringer off. The ringer is off. That's why it's buzzing. Oh. Uh, can't the you ringer completely... Yeah. 
<laughs> when it's ringers on, it rings and buzzes. Like, Can't you completely like, you silence your phone? Try to figure it out. <laughs> uh, anyway, so so after the game, they're talking to Oregon's like big man, whose job it was to you know get those rebounds, and he kind of fucked up twice. But this dude is in the locker room after losing the national semifinal. And he is in tears. He is like sobbing tears and just apologizing profusely over and over again. And it made me really upset about college sports that this dude who's 20 years old, yeah, he screwed up, but now he's got to answer to every, excuse me, like national media journalist douchebag asking him inane questions about mm-hmm. screwing up for the last 15 seconds of the basketball game. Right, and he's not even getting paid. And he's not even getting paid. I would expect a professional basketball player, a professional athlete, to, you've got to face, you know, you screwed up, dude. Now you've got to face the cameras, face the music, so to speak. And, and eat, you know, eat shit for, for screwing up. But I, I just, it really upset me that we did that to an unpaid 20-year-old. Child. Yeah, really. I mean, it's just like this sadistic side of sports, especially college sports. I really yeah, no, I don't, yeah. I totally agree. Yeah. Well, it's like, let's, you lost, let's shove a camera in your face and like right. make you feel horrible. Yeah, yeah. Explain yourself, young man. Yeah, yeah. And and the the really sad part, in my opinion, was that that guy actually had a really good game. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like up until like other than the last two plays of the game, he played really well. He just screwed up. Right. Is he going? Is he going to the NBA? Probably not. I don't know. He's pretty good. That's a good question. I don't know. Because the thing is, is like. You know, yes, he's not getting paid, but, you know, maybe if he makes those rebounds and, like, freaking crushes it and sends them to the championship game, maybe he does get paid. Yeah, he might have lost himself a couple million dollars in the... In the draft by screwing right. up on Maybe national he's, TV. He's yeah, the hero, and that's the difference between getting signed and getting not signed. You know. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. But I still don't think it's our place to like demand answers from him. Well, it just it feels uh, I feel super like voyeuristic. If you're on national television, then you have you know you get you get what you sign up for, which is like horrible scrutiny. Right. <laughs> I mean, you're in the final four. You know what I mean. The entire yeah. country is watching. So yeah. try not to cry. You know. Yeah, but then you get labeled as like a heartless thug for not caring enough about your team. To cry? Yeah. I don't know. I I think we should pay college basketball and football players is what I think. I think we should just not put them on TV. Yeah, here's a thought I've had. Like, if you're going to, like, a public university, right, like the State University of Oregon or the State University Uh of North Carolina, how come it's a private TV channel that gets to broadcast the game? What if those games were only allowed to be broadcast on, like, PBS and C-SPAN? Commercial free. What does that sound? Sorry, it's me. I'm just getting lots of water. Something in the sink was getting my way. Banging pots around? Uh, yeah, I guess. I mean, I don't know. I feel like way too much people, like, I feel like, I don't know, I feel like college sports are like the Valentine's Day of sport. It's like a meaningless day that somebody's like, oh, I could probably make some money off of this. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, we'll put these children on TV and make billions of dollars and not pay them. 
But it's not slavery because they're in school, you know? Right. They're getting a scholarship. Yeah. Right. And they might win the lottery to make it to the professional right. league. That's another thing I, uh, I would propose that, like, if a school signs a kid, they have to, like, include that that kid can, like, come back and get a degree whenever he wants to. Right? Like, right, right, you, right. you sign up, you play college football for, like, two years, you get drafted, maybe you play in the NFL for a year, but then, like, blow out your knee. Uh, like, I think the school should be obliged to take you back and make sure you get your communications degree or whatever. Why? Those kids are getting paid millions of dollars. But not if they not if they get injured early in their career, like a lot of NFL players do, and can't, you know, maybe they get paid for a year or two, but then don't have well, a career. But in some ways, like, the students also have their opportunity to stay for four years. Yeah, but then you're leaving money on the table. Right. I mean, the whole system is just fucked. Yeah. I mean, maybe we should just do it with sports altogether. Let's just get rid of college. Am I right? Yeah. Yeah. I think think that's the way to go. Or, like, higher education. Like, (laughs) it's messed up. It's messed up that college sports is this big moneymaker. Like, either it should be, like, a club that you join for fun. Or right. we should pay them. Right. And why is like college sports like gaining billions of dollars at the same time that all the tuitions are going up so high? Right. You know what yeah. I mean? Definitely. It's like colleges are making money in so many different ways through like endowments and like fucking whatever. Mm-hmm. Sports. Well, and then they're like, oh yeah, but you do have to pay $65,000 a year to like live here and go to a couple classes and here's a loan you don't know what that means yet sucker right, right. yeah yeah and why can't we treat college sports like a job like I had a job in college I had a job in grad school from from the you know from the college or university I got paid like they weren't like oh sorry we're not gonna pay you because we're paying you in tuition. Joel, what did you do in college? I was a tutor at the um, Eastern State Correctional Facility. Oh, that's right. Yeah. You know, like 10 hours a week. And right. then um, at University of Chicago, I worked this really sweet job in the archives for the um, archaeology department scanning maps. That was lots of fun. Oh, that is a sweet job. It was sweet. They were old, like, World War One and World War Two maps of mostly the Middle East and Northern Africa. It was a repetitive <laughs> job. But I had, like, a giant scanner, and they were these big, like, like blueprint-sized maps. And I'd have to, like, carefully move them through this giant scanner and then label them. Over That's okay. It was fun. Can I just say that I'm impressed that you never made it to Eastern State Correctional as, like, a permanent resident. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that's only because I moved out of New York State, I guess. Right. Thank God. <laughs> you guys have There are so many prisons in New York State. I mean, like, it's incredible how many there are. Yeah. Like, where I live, there's... I think there are one in the surrounding... There's, like, one massive prison per... Not just the county jail, but, like, huge, like, federal correction facilities. There's at least three I can think of in this area. Four, actually. That's cool. No, not really. Well, but yes. Someday someday you're going to be taking your kids there, you know, when they're trying to pick out their their college. It's like, oh, we're going to colleges and prisons. Um, well, we could have an entire podcast on, like, prison reform and the justice system. Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> we, would, we would lose all 11 of our viewers, <laughs> <for sure. laughs> We would lose all 11 of our viewers except Jose Bautista. Yeah, I was going to say, he was just, <laughs> yeah, he is, he's into that shit. Um, so let's talk a little bit more about baseball. Yeah. Um. Okay, so here's something I read. 
um, home runs are predicted to be um, on the up again, right? Like, for years after the end of the steroid era, uh, home runs per season went down, 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 down until 2015. And then they started going up again. And uh, last year we had, if you count, and this was interesting, if you count home runs per ball put into play, it was a record year. Because uh, batters are striking out so much more than they used to. Essentially because everyone is swinging for the fences. Right. Whereas they didn't used to. And now for the third consecutive year, it's looking like that trend is going to continue. Where we're going to have a shit ton of home runs and a shit ton of strikeouts. Uh, I bring this up because I was watching uh, Giants Diamondbacks and Madison Bumgarner, the pitcher, hit two home runs in his first two at-bats. Uh, which had never happened before. It doesn't count to your fantasy stats. I, it doesn't. I was really upset about that. But <laughs> stupid AL rules. Um, do you think that's good for baseball to have more and more home runs, to have more and more batters swinging to hit a home run? Well, you know, I think it's a, I think it's a like natural byproduct of the Moneyball era. Right. People are swinging at fewer pitches, and they're kind of like picking the pitches that they choose to swing at. So they just try to crush that pitch. You know what I mean? And they're hitting for um, air, right? I read that the angle of the swing has increased by like ten degrees over the last three years. Like the uh. no the the hitting coaches are telling the hitters to hit for fly balls all the time. They're not hitting for ground balls or line drives. They're hitting, you know, get a fly ball, try to get a home run. Right. Do you think that makes baseball more fun, more exciting? Like, I'm just kind of being contrarian here. Like, I like doubles and triples. I like, you know, balls put in play that are not necessarily going to leave the park. Yeah, no, I think I think it does make baseball more fun. Just be, um, because the home run is, like, the ultimate play? Yeah, the home run is the ultimate play and kind of the most, I don't know, you know, there there's a lot of pitchers out there who are ground ball pitchers, and I feel like if you got like a good split finger fastball, you maybe don't have to be so good a pitcher because everyone just hits the ball on the ground all the time. Uh huh. And that's like counter to that, you know? Yeah, I do. Yeah, that makes sense. It's like if you're hitting a ball that's sinking and you're trying to hit a line drive going to hit a ground ball, but if you're like trying to hit it in the air, maybe you hit a line drive, you know what I mean? Right, so does, are you saying that so is a pitcher who can hit, who can throw like a stinker going to be more valuable? A pitcher that can throw a sinker is going to have a more successful career or like a longer career because you don't have to throw it that hard. Right. But right. you're that a fastball, curveball, change up pitcher, your fastball better be at like 95 or above, you know? Right. Otherwise, people are just going to destroy you. You get They're going to swing right. at everything. That makes Whereas sense. Whereas, if you throw a splitter, you can throw a fastball at like 89 to 91. The great example being... <clears throat> Uh, Koji Uihara, who was the closer for the Red Sox for so many years, or the past few years anyway, loved that guy. And he threw his fastball at about 87 miles an hour. Oh, wow. For a major league closer, is so slow. slow. But he only threw his fastball basically at the shoulders of a, of a batter. 
Because he would just throw the split finger also at like 87 miles an hour and the bottom would drop right out of it. So you see a fastball coming at your shoulders and you're like, oh, that ball's going to drop because he only throws the splitter and you swing at it and you miss it because it's a fastball and it doesn't drop, you know? Interesting. Yeah, that is, that is interesting. Who does he play for now? The Cubs. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Goddamn Cubs. Uh, okay, so okay, okay, so so last question on this issue: Is wow. there any necessity? Is there any need anymore for for teams to play small ball at all? Yeah, I think teams yeah. still do play small ball a lot. But I the think most it's successful. Still popular, it's still. I still think people, you know. There are managers that like that style and will, will continue to play that way. But is it less effective than just hitting for the for the fences? No, listen. No, there's always no. going to be people who are like bunting into the shift. You know what I mean? Uh huh. People dropping down bunts. Uh, you know, Moneyball got rid of a lot of sacrifices and stolen bases, right. but still, at the right time, that like that's still a pretty great thing. And it, I mean, I think, no, at the end of the day, there's always going to be a place for small ball because, like, in a tight game, that's how you win. Okay. When you're, like, evenly matched, you know? Uh huh. That's a good point. You can't, you can't count on the home run. Right. But you can, like, roll the dice on a stolen base. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, that's a very good point. And that comes down to management. Right. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Hmm. So, okay, so kind of an awkward segue from that, but not completely <laughs> awkward. <laughs> NASA is going... No, kidding. Uh, <laughs> Speaking of small ball, <laughs> um, closers. Speaking of small ball, speaking of pitching, what are you looking uh, for in closers? And and let me um, let me let me set this up because I was watching on uh, opening day, uh, Giants versus Diamondbacks, right? And um, uh, what's his name? Is it Francisco Rodney? Or Ferdinand, Fernando Rodney. Francisco. Fernando. Francisco Rodney came in for Arizona against the Giants and blew a lead. He gave up yep. like three runs, I believe. Oh. But Classic Rodney. That's what he, he's came, he came in. He got the win. He came he, in that's what I was going to say. Lead. He got the win. The only he came because. He one-run lead and let a run in. But then the no, San Francisco closer it gave up. It was also an inherited runner, I think. Mm, how many? That's let's look this up. How many earned runs did he give up, though? Uh, I don't know. He Zero, I think. Well, what's the point of the up. story, though? What's the point of the anecdote? <laughs> well, first point of the anecdote is that, like, I now arbitrarily really dislike Rodney. Because he, like, he played poorly. Like, just watching it, he did not play a good game. But he's going to get right. the win. And he ruined the win for uh, Bumgarner, who struck out 11 guys, who is on my fantasy team, who hit two home <laughs> runs that I do not get credit for because our fantasy league does not credit you home well, runs for NL pitchers. Uh, well, okay, but you, you, like, objectively would like to not have your batters your pitcher's batting stats count for you. Right. Yeah, no, I get that. So it's well, like, okay, yeah, here's the thing about... that he hit two home runs, but your entire pitching staff is going to bat like .068 the entire season, and you're going to get three home runs out of Madison Bumgarner. Right. You know what I mean? Right, yes. So it's, it's kind of okay. <laughs> I know. I was just upset at that. And I was upset that I had Yasmani Grandal on the bench when he hit two home runs. God. Right. 
I am well, the, that's on you, though. I am the worst goddamn fantasy manager <laughs> ever. <laughs> but back back to the personal no, no, you're issue. Not. What, I Jesse? think I was the worst. I think I was the worst. Just well, but I pay attention and I'm bad. Uh, classic. Okay. I mean, were you bad just because you didn't pay attention and left guys on the bench? Hundred. I had the bench was like full of all. I don't think I had anyone playing at some point. <laughs> <laughs> the computer was playing for me. Right. Yeah. But um, no, here's the thing about Rodney is that yeah. no, one last thing about him was that yeah. he, two seasons ago he was the Mariners closer, and he had an amazing season, amazing season, uh-huh. and uh, I mean, it was three years ago. No, it was two, I think, and uh, it was sort of like maybe his swan song, and right. that was it. He was not going to play well anymore. He kind of like fell apart at the end. I mean, but he had like almost thirty saves last year, I think. Because he, he had over 40, I think, went yeah. for that one really good season of Mariners. But you know what his trademark is oh, at the end? I, is he shoots this arrow. Oh. Like he's a Cupid right. or something. And he, and he wears this cap all cockeyed. Yes. Yeah. And that kind of bothers me. Yeah, that bothers like me all That's what he like. Sam, Sam's actually like a cop or something. What, what do you care? Yeah, <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> you, know like, you like hate the fact that the Yankees can't have facial hair, but like someone's... A skew hat bothers that bothers you? Yeah, I don't know. Like, <laughs> why, why is that like a thing? It's like, right. Oh, well, it's a thing because and there's like one guy who's like, oh, I'm gonna wear my hat a little bit crooked, not for <laughs> any reason, just because, just because. You yeah. Know? Right. No, it's just it's this thing. But, I, know. I don't know. And the thing is, is like, he's also the guy who like rips his shirt out from his belt at the end of the game, right? Right. No, he yeah. doesn't do that. Does he? Yeah, I think so. I don't like I, that. I really That's like a shit that. move. See, I, oh, really see, I don't like, like I don't that. like that move. He <laughs> <laughs> should just take the game's over. You know, it's like the game is over. I just close the fucking game and then just like, you know, I don't like to wear my shirt tucked in rip it out. I like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, I do well, that like, after work every day. So. Right, exactly. You know, it's like, I don't oh. even tuck my shirt in. <laughs> like, like, I'm done for the day. Yank my shirt out of my belt. You know what I mean? I get that. I like <laughs> that. You know? But the crooked hat, you know, I don't like that so much. That's legitimate. That's legitimate. Okay. What well, if he just turned it turned it another 15 degrees more crooked? Right. But the thing, the thing is, though, is I understand the need for a closer to have a certain amount of, like, uh, you know, personality. You know, it's like this is kind of a loose cannon sort of guy. You know, he sits around, he does nothing all game long. He sits around for three hours and then he comes out and, you know, if he does his job well, he throws like 10 pitches and that's it. You know right. What I mean? right. And he plays like every day. Well, and is there a different skill? Is there a different skill set that you're looking for in a closer versus a starter? By which I mean, is there any reason to say a closer is just a guy who's not quite good enough to be in your starting rotation? Well, that was one of Billy Bean's big things. Is He was like, I'm going to take these like not quite good, like these fifth, like fifth starters, and I'm going to turn them into closers for like two years. They're going to get a lot of saves. And then I'm going to trade them for well above what they're worth. Right. Right. And, you know, he did that and he proved it. And, like, in the past couple of years, so many teams, this year and last year, maybe the year before especially, people have been giving so much money to closers. Right. Uh, Like, the Red Sox paid Craig Kimbrell so much money a couple years ago. And then this year, that guy who blew the save for... San Francisco, he had an amazing year last year with, what, the Dodgers or something? You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. The Dodgers blew, no, sorry, the the Giants blew the most saves of any team ever in right. Major League Baseball it's last that, year. And they had, yeah, they had leads, I think it was 19. In, they had, no, it, 
They blew like 30 games last year. I think, I wow. believe it was 19 with a ninth inning lead. Right. Yeah. His save is, it starts in the eighth. Yeah, yeah. It was 19 in the yeah. ninth inning. It might have been 30. Yeah, go ahead. So they went out and they spent all of his money on this guy who I think was the closer for the Dodgers last year, their rival. And then he blew his first save chance of this season. <laughs> Mel- Melancon. Are you talking about uh, M- e- Mac- Melancon. Mark Melancon. I- Melancon? M-E-L-A-N-C-O-N. Yeah. He's yeah, the only... No, he's Mac- the only Mac- reason. Mac-a-lacken. Yeah, he's the only Mac-a-lacken. reason. <laughs> he's the only reason Rodney got that win. Right. Yeah. And that pisses me wait, off. Wait, did Rodney, what was his ERA for that Oh, game? yeah, yeah, I pulled Check. that up. Yeah, let me let me tell you. So, Rodney pitched one inning, two hits, uh, one earned run, two walks. Okay. He has an ERA of nine. Okay, yep. Wow. So, I think he inherited one runner, because this other guy, uh, Will Helmson, pitched a third of an inning, Gave up two hits, one run, has an ERA of twenty-seven. Um, is what? You, someone hitting their phone? Not me, no? Sam. Oh, okay. I turned. I turned literally every single sound or movement that my phone could make off after. <laughs> yeah, you did a good job. Thank you. But San Francisco's guys, um, Derek Law, zero innings pitched. Three hits, one run. He gets the blown save. Uh-huh. And then uh, Mark Melancon, M-E-L-A-N-C-O-N. This has been Joel mispronounces professional athletes' names. <laughs> it's also Tom Wilhelmson. He used to play for the Mariners. Oh, yeah. Well, he sucked <laughs> this week. Um, you know what his nickname is? They call him the bartender. You know why? Because he Because he was Because he was like a bartender at like a Chili's and... Arizona or something like that. Huh. Oh, he was right. like... Yeah, yeah, I remember yeah. that guy. Yeah. It's like he could do nothing but throw 99 miles an hour. Basically, yeah. Well, like, if there's only one thing you can do, that's a pretty good thing to do, I guess. Yeah. Um, but I got, I got so upset about this because the next game I watched was Cleveland versus Texas in which you had another blown save. Yeah. And so I guess this is why closers are overvalued because when assholes like me are watching the game, the person we get mad at is the guy who blows the save. Right. Mm-hmm. The guy who got the oh no, I guess the win goes to Andrew Miller. That was that was a bittersweet yeah. thing for me because I have Sam Dyson on my fantasy yeah. baseball team who blew that save. Yeah. But I also have Andrew Miller on my fantasy baseball right. team, who got that win. <laughs> I've, but I've got Cody Allen, so I got the save. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah. Huh. Anyway, baseball right. is fun. You guys, I have, to, I have to log off here shortly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, it, we're at 54 minutes right now. So yeah. we All should... Right. Uh, let's let's wrap some final this, thoughts. We, yeah. we should wrap this up. Final thoughts. Here... Do you guys want to do surprises of the season, or do you want to do um, your nominees for Pete Rose Fight Club? Uh, I want to say one more thing. Do, do it. And it's not, it has to do with anything we've been talking about, but it's something I've been thinking about. And yes. I think that like the loneliest job entire world is a major league <laughs> baseball job and it's the guy who has like the best radio communication set where with the headphones hanging on his nipples and when they have to replay a, a play the he walks out onto the field and the umpires come up to him and oh, take yeah. the headphones put them on and start talking to somebody who's not physically there <laughs> You know, the guy, the guy is just a human telephone. He's on TV. He's on, you know, millions of people are watching him. and He's just kind of standing there, doesn't know what to do with his hands. You know what I mean? 
And there's people all around him who are like talking, but he's not part of the conversation at all. Right. Like, why does it you need know? to be a human being to do that? They could easily go to a booth, you know, like. Right. Or have like a Roomba. Yeah. That's... <laughs> <laughs> An umph, umph bot. <laughs> yeah, an umph bot that comes out with yeah. the headphones. And it's just some poor dude. It's like some like. Slubby guy, like young, very young white dude who's always just standing there. He's so uncomfortable. Well, and standing there, you know, everyone's already angry at that that point, right? You know, and like Uh. he can't say anything. That's a good call. That's a good call. Anyway, that's that's my final thought on the podcast. Okay, poor that guy. Poor that guy, Jesse. What? I'll, I'll go with my, my most lonely job in baseball. It is the guy who sells cotton candy. No, 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 no. Um, that guy's got all the friends. He's got all the, yeah. How about, <laughs> I don't know, like, what did the ticket takers do after, like, the game starts? Yeah, they probably can't watch it, right? Right, they're just down there, like, telling people not to, like, they can't come back in. They're just, like... I guess they're also surrounded by their buddies. All right. Oh, you know what I was thinking about? Actually, here's a thought I had. How long would it take to wax the floor of, like, a new baseball stadium, like the concessions area? That is so much ground to cover. And they're always so, like, shiny, you know? Wax? Take for fucking ever. The f- yeah, they, like, what? wax those floors. You know, it's like... Like in the stadium, just like cleaning. When... No, no, not 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 like where the seats are, but in like the the concession yeah, ring, yeah, like yeah. ring the stadium, you know. Yeah, maybe like they have like sweeping and cleaning and like zambonis forever. That sounds like yeah. a... Fenway Park. Fenway Park sold. That's just sawdust there. Right. <laughs> yeah. They just they just rake it up a little bit, you know. They change it like quarterly. <laughs> <laughs> I think the loneliest job in baseball is the Philly fanatic. Oh, yeah. Nobody nobody loves that guy. Nobody loves that guy. You just got to stand there and, like, dance in your green suit and you're not wearing pants. And Philly fans are, like, the worst fans. Right. I don't know. Right. Yeah. Right. And if they're losing, who do you take it out on? Well, it gets the, taken out on the you. The guy who's dressed up like a weirdo, you know what I mean? <laughs> yes. Exactly, yeah. yeah. It's like, hey, you, you look different. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that's all Philadelphia fans are about. Me. They're all about... Ah, I don't know. I kind of love-hate Philadelphia fans. We should go to a game, a Phillies game sometime. Yeah. Mm, oh, wait, I like that idea. Try not to get our asses beat. Maybe get our asses beat. Mm. Likely. Likely. I don't know. I got you nothing know, against the Phillies. The, but. the situation is, Joel, is I always feel like you're way more game to get your ass beat than I am. You know what I mean? <laughs> really, yeah. <laughs> no, I was like, yeah, let's get our asses kicked today. And I'm like, no, dude. I really, really don't want that to happen. <laughs> Oh, yeah, good point, good point. You're the big guy, I'm the small guy. Yeah, you're the guy, you're the guy people are always trying to find on St. Patrick's Day when you're stone cold sober. They're going to hit me more than they're going to hit you, you know? <laughs> right. Yeah, it's a good And point. I'm just the guy who's like, drops it, they like, knock the popcorn out of his hand somehow when he doesn't realize what's going on. Hey, I was going to eat to, that. I come back to the bathroom and you guys are like, fighting, I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, good point. Good point. I won't make uh, us go to Philadelphia and start fights. <laughs> okay. Well, this has right, been another yeah. great episode yeah. of Dump on the Ump. Thank you very much for listening. If you're one of our 11 listeners, maybe we'll get 12 this week. That would be sweet. Yeah. Um, yeah. Number 12. I, once again, you know, I got to pimp us out. Uh, follow us on Twitter, at Dump on the Ump. Jesse, follow us on Instagram. What's your Instagram? Yes, it's at Dump on the Ump. Awesome. Um, Do we post? I've posted a picture. I plan to post more. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, we don't I'm have sorry, a Facebook no, page. I forgot. I, I will also post pictures. Um, uh, you can listen to us on SoundCloud. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Uh, rate us on iTunes. Tell us what we suck, what we're good at. Tell us um, what you think the loneliest job in all of baseball is. I think it's the Philadelphia Fanatic. I think that guy's lonely as well. Yeah, or the Phillies manager, that also. Yeah, mm. probably. Pretty lonely post. Yep. Or just being a Mariners fan, that's pretty lonely. It's <laughs> <laughs> so me and Macklemore. Yeah. Macklemore, whatever. Jesse and Macklemore. <laughs> oh, you will get Macklemore. He'll be on our podcast someday. Oh, All right. God. All right, All ladies right. and gentlemen, thank you very much. Have a great night. We'll see you next time. All you really need is heart. When the odds are saying you never win, that's when the grin should start. Macklemore should cover this song. Yeah. This song is also about the sit around and <laughs> yeah. You should have played one of the loneliest numbers. Oh, we'll play that next time. Next year and the whole.